everybody, Casey Hendrickson here, and you're listening to a segment from my radio show on 95.3 MNC. Make sure you get the daily show prep by signing up for my free newsletter at theburningtruth.us. You can also get podcasts, blog posts, access to premium content not available to other listeners, and the latest news the mainstream media is not going to give you. You can even watch my daily live stream by clicking on live stream in the menu. Once again, all of that and more at my website, theburningtruth.us. Enjoy the show. Okay, I got I want to start this off because I, I want to do just a little kicker topic at the beginning of the show today because I think this is important and it goes into how the media pushes false narratives, especially when they're doing it to promote a, a victim group or a victim class and, and that sort of thing. Uh, the Pulse nightclub shooting anniversary was over the weekend, and as horrific as that shooting was, unfortunately, what we had is instead of actually looking at what happened in the Pulse nightclub shooting, and most of you remember when we covered this when it happened, there was a very specific reason why that happened, and it had nothing to do with the fact that that was a gay club. It had nothing to do with the people inside that club being gay. In fact, the the shooter allegedly was gay. Seems to have at least entertained the idea um, sporadically throughout his life. He himself said why he did it. That's the thing that if you have a manifesto, if you have definitive confirmation on why somebody did something, you should, of course, accept them at their word. The reason that it got twisted up was because, well, Obama came out, saw an opportunity to uh, exploit this this tragedy as a way to to um, I guess ingratiate himself with the LGBTQ community, and he made it about that. Uh, Glenn Greenwald, and again, I have to remind everybody, Pulitzer Prize winning journalist, since everybody who used to employ him suddenly is saying that he's just a blogger. Um, Glenn Greenwald had a really good piece about this today. The enduring false narrative about the Pulse massacre shows the power of media propaganda. And this is a this is a great article. I'm putting it in the Daily Show prep for everybody to read, so you can get that at the burningtruth.us after the show today. But he goes over everything. It's been a while. A lot of people don't remember. They know that Pulse happened. They don't remember all of the circumstances and all of the specifics about it. They just remember that it happened and that a lot of people died. But this was a specific event from a jihadist whose dad is a jihadist who came to the United States and was angry that Obama was killing Muslims. And he said it. He said that. It wasn't because he hated gay people. Like I said, he appears to have entertained it himself anyway. Now, you could argue that of all of the targets that he chose, he chose that one because he hated that part of himself. There's been all of those things. We don't have any specifics about that. What we do have is him in black and white saying it's because Obama was killing Muslims. That's what we have. We played you the old video clips from his dad. We played you some of these weird interviews from his dad. His dad was a jihadi who never should have been allowed in the country. Period. And this was further proof that we weren't doing a proper job of screening people before we allowed them to immigrate to the United States from that part of the world. It's one thing if you're trying to escape, you know, terrorism, if you're being persecuted because you're an ethnic minority or something like that. But if we don't vet those people, which we have not been doing for a number of years, if we don't vet those people, you never know what you're letting in. The San Bernardino mass shooters. There was no reason on earth she should have been allowed in the country, the wife. The wife was an open, active terrorist overseas and had posted about it on social media. Yet we were supposed to believe that we were vetting everybody for six months. That didn't happen. So she got into the United States with her husband. She radicalized her husband. They go out in San Bernardino and they murder people. 
And the only reason that as few people died in San Bernardino as did is because their plans got pushed up because they were enraged by another issue. Remember, they were manufacturing bombs in their garage. Bombs that didn't get used. Just a friendly reminder. Now back to the Pulse nightclub thing. On the fifth anniversary of the Pulse nightclub massacre in Orlando, numerous senators, politicians, and activist groups commemorated the tragic event by propagating an absolute falsehood, namely that the shooter, Omar Mateen, was motivated by anti-LGBT animus. The evidence is definitive and conclusive that is false. Mateen, like so many others who committed similar acts of violence, was motivated by rage over President Obama's bombing campaigns in Syria, Iraq, and Afghanistan, and he chose Pulse at random without even knowing that it was a gay club. Yet, this media consecrated the lie, and it continues to fester. Um, I think that there is some speculation because there are some people who say that they think that they might have seen him in there before. Um, but again, uh, most of the evidence seems to be that he chose Pulse at random, didn't realize it was a gay club. Now, it doesn't mean that it was any less tragic. It's just that when you, you're taking advantage, remember, never let, it, never let a good tragedy go to waste, right? Rahm Emanuel, Rahm Emanuel, Rahm Deadfish Emanuel used to work for Obama. Never let a good tragedy go to waste. So you've got this wrapped in a bow incident where a gay club is now shot up and you can immediately make it about assault weapons and you can immediately make it about anti-gay hatred in the United States. Two political issues for the Democratic Party. Of course, Rahm Emanuel, again, was in Obama's administration. Obama's the guy that kind of floated this. The media ran with it. But the club was not targeted because it was a gay club. The club was not targeted because this guy hated gay people. The club was targeted seemingly at random because he was angry at Obama's military policies of bombing Muslims around the world. I'm not attacking Obama's policies for for doing that. What I'm saying is that's what this guy was upset about. Remember, um, jihadists love playing this game, kind of like um, kind of like the schoolyard bully. You know, they come up, they punch you first, you punch them back, knock their tooth out, and suddenly. They attack you again, but it's, it's purely in self-defense now, even though they started the altercation. That's what jihadists do all the time. They start something when they get hit back, like the Palestinians and the Israelis. Palestine starts it. Israel hits them back. Palestinians can't compete with Israel, so the Palestinians play the victim, even though they're the ones that instigated the, the altercation. But when you have a bunch of politicians, you got a bunch of celebrities, you got a bunch of, of social media blue checkmark brigaders out there over the weekend talking about how we need to deal with anti-gay hatred in the United States, which is, is essentially null and void outside of a couple of pockets in certain parts of the country, you end up spreading this narrative, which again creates fear and anger. And when people are in a perpetual state of fear and anger, they do not think correctly. Uh, when you have people go to, we just had pride, right? So you have people go to pride. And they start interviewing people in Pride, and they ask them about Donald Trump. They all hate Donald Trump. Donald Trump is the first person who is running his first presidential campaign to openly embrace the LGBT community. He's the first president to demand international allies start treating gay people with equal rights. Obama didn't do that. Clinton didn't do that. But he did. But they hate his guts. Why? Because of this narrative that is constantly pushed that somehow all Republicans, all conservatives hate gay people, which is preposterous, considering there's a very large gay Republican contingent. And for the record, I just want to remind everybody of this. Uh, don't ask, don't tell in the military was overturned because of a Republican gay group. 
not because Obama wanted to do it out of the kindness of his heart. A Republican gay group pushed the issue. The log cabin Republicans, they pushed the issue. It got to a point where there was there was no way that they were going to continue to maintain the don't ask, don't tell policy. And that's when Obama finally acquiesced after telling the gay community after he was reelected that gay marriage was going to be an issue for a future president. He was breaking his promise to the gay community. But he had no choice after the log cabin Republicans pushed the issue in court. He had to finally acquiesce and he had to seize the issue so that Republicans didn't get credit for it. That's what happened. You have legalized gay marriage right now in the United States of America because of the log cabin Republicans, not because of Barack Obama. But you, you, you're able to push this narrative, which caused this division, to where large swaths of the black community, large swaths of women, large swaths of the Hispanic community, particularly not Latino community at large, but the Hispanic community, and large swaths of the gay community that just automatically believe Republicans and conservatives hate them, in spite of the fact that in many cases, it's Republicans and conservatives that are advocating for them while the left is actively opposing what's in their best interest. So I just wanted to get, I know it's, I know it's kind of a weird thing to start the show with, but it's in full effect of how they are essentially brainwashing people by constantly putting out this Goebbels-esque propaganda Repeating the lie over and over again. For five years, we have heard this lie. We heard it throughout the entire incident. We heard it right after the incident. We've heard it at every anniversary since that the Pulse nightclub shooting was simply about a guy who hated gay people. No, he was an Islamic jihadist who hated the Western world and hated the fact that Islamic terrorists were being droned to death by Barack Obama and the U.S. military. And he chose that club seemingly at random, so most of the evidence indicates, seemingly at random, in order to cause strife, which is what ISIS had told all of their supporters in the United States to go out and do. It wasn't because, oh, look, there's gay people over there and I hate gay people. That's not what happened. Thank you for checking out the latest podcast from a segment from my radio show on 95.3 MNC. If you're interested in merchandise with my logo on it, like shirts, hats, coffee mugs, and more, go to my website, theburningtruth.us, and click on store. And don't forget to sign up for premium content while you're there and get exclusive access to content that other listeners can't see. That's all on my website at theburningtruth.us.